Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Pat Price Tech Talk Training Room. It is uh, June 7, Monday, 2021, and we're here to talk about hymns. Earl Harrison has been with us many times in the past, and to introduce him and to have him go through uh, a lot of the different products that we're familiar with and maybe some that we're not, here's Myrna Voda. So we are so pleased to welcome Earl Harrison. Um, Really, really pleased because we were afraid along the way that we might lose Earl to COVID, but he's a fighter. He's a fighter. So he came through, which is great. And he's come to talk about um, a new product called the BrailleSense 6, um, which is coming on the market from Hims. And also he's going to talk about some of their other program. I mean, I'm sorry, some of their other products. So Earl, we welcome you and go ahead. Well, thank you, Myrna, and thank you for that acknowledgement <clears throat> of my encounter with the big C. Um, it's true. Back in October, I accepted a position as a rehab technology instructor with an organization here in Minneapolis, and I left HIMSS, uh, but and that was at the end of October. On November 14th, um, I, I got word that I had lost my brother due to COVID-19, uh, my older brother, by about four years. And uh, four days later, I had ended up in the hospital and for a period of 10 weeks, three of those in intensive care in a coma on a vent. And during that time, uh, everything that could have went wrong, including kidney failure, um, <laughs> and sepsis, uh, just a whole lot of ugly, ugly circumstances, giving me about a 50% chance of survival. Well, hey, here I am today. COVID almost killed me, but I kicked COVID. Oh, never mind. I won't finish that statement. But I am so happy to be here today. Um, after I, I got back to work, I was out of the hospital on January 18th. So I went in on November uh 18th, and I actually got out on the 27th of uh, January out of rehab, acute rehab. Uh, geniuses, they brought me from uh, uh, a, being completely dependent on a lift to walking independently on the rehab unit with my guide dog and no other device inside of three weeks, which uh, I will forever be grateful for. Um, but after a couple of weeks... I, I, I mean, I'd been home probably for uh, about a month before I started working, uh, maybe a little longer than a month. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was March. <laughs> I went work, back to work for Vision Loss Resources, my employer at the time, and um, I, got, I was reached out to by my current employer uh, who offered me the position of um, uh, National Account Manager manager and I took it because I just decided this is a much better fit for for me than um, than than rehab instructor although I loved my co-workers and my students um, I, I, I love the technology that I get to work with every day and the first item I'm going to talk to you about is the um, the cube rail which has been around for almost uh, for about three years now right and it is the only braille display it's a 40-cell Braille display in the world that actually boasts a Braille keyboard with all of the extended QWERTY keys that you would expect on a regular key computer keyboard. So imagine 
a regular computer keyboard, you take away all the letters and the numbers in the main keyboard area and you plunk down a nine key Perkins style keyboard and that's what you use for your input and surrounding those you've got uh, all the keys you would expect on a regular QWERTY keyboard. The shift, the tab, the caps lock, escape, the 12 function keys across the top, the um, uh, six pack, you know, which has your you know, delete, insert, page up, page down, home, and end keys, and the inverted T down below that on the right side, which is, of course, your arrow keys. And then starting from left to right, you've got your control key, FN key, the Windows key, Alt, Space, the right alt key, an applications key, and another control key. So uh, it's, it's really interesting to me that when I do demonstrations of the, uh, the Q-Brill, after describing what it looks like, it, everybody who has got experience with a computer can tell me exactly where everything is located, even if they've never laid hands on the device. So the Q-Braille comes with an SD card that has the USB driver required by JAWS. Uh, it can be installed on your computer, and it comes with a manual on the, the same SD card. And it comes with an SD card because it's not just an accessory, it is a necessity. Um, you cannot use the internal functions of the Q-Braille without uh, an SD card. And internally... You have a very basic note taker, but you also have a daisy book reader, which is awesome. You've, you've also got the ability to read PDF documents, and it's got some of the uh, other internal functions that you may have come to know on the Braille Edge, you know, the Q-Braille's predecessor, such as the stopwatch, the countdown timer, the calendar, calculator, etc. So it's a very robust system. And yes, it can be used as a standalone device uh, very well, like I said, as a book reader or as a note taker. Uh, or you can go into the connectivities menu and connect up to seven devices simultaneously. One USB device and six Bluetooth devices. And it's very simple to set those up. You can view a list uh, of your connected Bluetooth devices uh, or you can use the shortcut keys or hotkeys to go between the different devices that are connected simultaneously. Now, I don't know about you, but I've only at the most have had four devices connected simultaneously. Um, but you can connect six Bluetooth devices. Um, so there's two kinds of connections. There's the, the connection for the Braille output. And, and those are actually assigned to the function keys. Down below the escape key, you've got a pairing key, um, which is, of course, your Bluetooth pairing key. And down below that, you've got a mode key. So if I press pairing with the escape key and release it, now I'm connected to my USB device. If I press pairing with one through six, I am connected with any of the devices that are assigned to those function keys. Now, with each function, each output, each Braille output connection, we've got a keyboard input connection, if you need one, um, because you really don't need one with the iOS devices because uh, their support is already so good. You connect the Braille display, and you can already type in contracted Braille and, and do all that kind of stuff. But you, know, you might encounter an app uh, on, say, the 
iPad OS, for example, where you, it requires the use of QWERTY function keys, uh, in which case you could connect an, a secondary connection to that iPad. Um, and those are actually assigned from function keys F7 through 12. So with every output connection for Braille, let's say F1 is assigned to my laptop, my Windows computer, then F7 is going to be the, the, the keyboard assignment for the computer. So it's F1 and F7, F2 and F8, F3 and F9, F4 and F10, etc. So it's a really well thought out device. In fact, before all of this COVID stuff started happening and people couldn't go anywhere, we had people walking up to our booth, including our competitors, looking at the device and saying, hey, Earl, what took somebody so long to come up with this design? Because it just kind of, it's like it's so obvious that it's such an obviously useful design that you can actually, if you know your screen reader, whatever that might be, it could be voiceover. Um, there's a keyboard layout for the Mac as well as Microsoft uh, Windows products. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it, it, if you already know how to use those screen readers, you already know how to use the Q-Braille because Alt-4 <laughs> is Alt-4. You know, Alt-Tab is Alt-Tab. You don't have to um, memorize some convoluted command structure. It, you can just use the commands that you're familiar with. And, yes, it might take a little bit of practice and some muscle memory to get some of the keystrokes down. Um, like, for example, Control-Shift-R <laughs> to reply to a message. Could be a little tricky, but um, I've learned that if I tap the Shift key five times, I can turn on uh, the the sticky keys, and then I can just press the one key, you know, the letter R, followed by, you know, or the Control, the Shift, and the R, uh, followed by the space, and it issues the command. So that, that's a nice little trick, and if all you have to do is turn sticky keys off is press shift five more times or use some command that involves the use of multiple keystrokes. So that's the Q Braille. It's a lovely Braille display. I, I, uh, well, I own one of everything personally. I, I do have the Q Braille, and I, I think it is probably my favorite 40-cell Braille display ever conceived. And I was in on the early days of testing this thing, and it, almost became a Windows device because I almost threw it through the window. You know, it's so bad. But then I watched it evolve into what it is today, and it's just really a, a very, very nice product. So that is the, the Q Braille XL. So it's Q for QWERTY, Braille, because you get Braille output, and XL is the Roman numeral for 40. Okay, the, the next device I'm going to talk about, and actually it's easier to demonstrate because um, it actually talks. Braille displays aren't that interesting in a, a demo because they don't talk, right? <laughs> I, I guess what you can connect them to is interesting. But um, really, the, the newest exciting Braille product to hit the market, I think, um, and I actually ordered mine before I knew I was going to come back to work for him's is the Braille Sense 6. I've, I've actually ordered the, the, uh, the update, and I'm still waiting to get contacted to um, pay for my, <laughs> for my upgrade and, and send my unit in. 
Um, but the, the Braille Sense 6, no fancy names like Polaris or U2, they just decided to use the sequential number for the iteration of this particular model, which is the sixth iteration. And we just refer to it lovingly as the 6, Braille Sense 6. It looks very much like a Braille Sense uh, that you might be familiar with. If you have a Polaris or if you've seen a Polaris, believe it or not, it is even thinner than the Polaris. Um, I think it comes in, uh, it's like 1.9 pounds or something like that. It's very lightweight. It has all the same keys that you would see on the the Polaris. Um, And it's got the LCD screen on the top, the speakers on either corner towards the back of the device, your typical cursor routing keys, uh, 32-cell Braille display, and, of course, the scroll buttons on either side. Where the rubber really hits the road with the Braille Sense 6 is in, in internally. Uh, so it's boasting an octa-core processor, so it's twice as fast as any other note-taker on the market. It has 6 gigs of RAM, which I believe it is twice as much more than uh, any other note taker on the market. And it has a 128 gig um, flash disk. Again, I think twice as fast. And it is running Android 10, which they are saying is going to be upgradable to a future version of Android because we all know that Android 11 is out right now. But you know what? Yeah, got to start somewhere, and they started on 10, and I, I can say that they fin- they're finishing on 10 in a big way, because uh, the, the Polaris, yeah, as much as I love my Polaris, uh, it went, uh, you know, it's on Lollipop, which is version 5, and a lot of the applications being developed on and for Android 10 are backwards compatible to, guess what, Android 6, so... If you wanted to use a particular app on Android 5, you would have to go uh, to a place like AP, APK Pure and download a APK, ver- APK version of that application, and you know which there's no shame in. It still worked. You still got the job done. Like Bard has a very good a- APK version out there. Um, I was using Disney Plus on the on the Polaris for a while, APK version. But now with the Braille Sense Six, I can just go to the Play Store and download uh, all of the you know the, the various apps that are available on the Play Store. And in my case, why don't I go ahead and do a little <clears throat> demonstration of the interface here? Oh, let, let me finish up with a, a physical description because it is a little bit different than the Polaris and the U2. Um, so on the front panel we still have to the far right a power button which is press and release to put it in and take it out of sleep mode press and hold to make it go to sleep uh, or rather to to shut it down all the way Um, we've got the the same five multimedia buttons on the front panel Um, fast forward uh, pause play uh, stop record and uh uh, back, go back, or rewind. Uh, and to the left of those buttons, we've got the three-position switch to go um, between multimedia. File manager, daisy mode. we got the daisy. File manager, oh. F. 
I accidentally pressed the key. So far right is media mode. Media mode. File manager F. And it just keeps speaking the, the thing that's highlighted in the uh, main menu, which is file Daisy manager. Mode. We've got a file Daisy manager mode. F. App mode. File and, manager. <laughs> and F. we've got uh, the app mode. I'm going to go back over to my. Um, uh, let's, let's see. Let's just go back over to the Daisy mode for Daisy now. Daisy mode. File manager. And uh, I guess you hear that we're, we've got the file manager, select, manager selected in the main menu. Um, if I go around to the left of the unit, I've got um, the, the volume up and down buttons. We can also control the main volume with uh, software with space and uh, space with backspace and uh, the function keys F1 and F4. If I want, I can control the speech separately. So I can hold down just the backspace key and press voice volume six. F4. Voice volume five. Voice, 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 voice. voice so, of course, that brings us back. Now. Voice volume 10. Okay. Voice, voice, voice volume seven. Okay, we'll leave it there for now. And um, I can adjust. The rate of speech with the same two keys, except now I'm using the um, space bar instead of the backspace. So I'm I'm using the space bar. Voice rate ten. Voice rate nine. Voice rate Control it. Voice rate five. And that's very much the same as uh, previous iterations of this product. And that's what's really nice is that the Hymns is very mindful that we've got people coming over. Um, from other earlier versions of the Braille Sense, and a lot of these commands are going to be the same. For example, if I go into a meeting and I want to uh, not have everybody hear my speech, I can press backspace with F2. Voice off. And now I can function completely in silence. Um, In fact, I can tell you that I use my Braille Sense as my onstage companion uh, running through a mixer, and when I am doing live performances, um, and I've got a couple coming up this summer, believe it or not. And um, what's really fun about that is I, I can go into the multimedia system, and I already see the track here. Uh, I'm going to go open a file here just so you can get a feel for this. Okay, so this is... Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll just go ahead and press enter. And I can, I, I generally go and I fire my backing tracks. And I can play live with this stuff. Okay, so ahead and turn the main volume down using the buttons on the side and what's always been really cool with the braille sense products is uh, when I'm in a rehearsal by myself I'm playing all the instruments on the song and singing all the backing vocals but I can actually shuttle around and I actually tied this song it's Broadway by George Benson in with how long has this been going on? So it's just like one of these songs I actually have a, a really cool little seg- segue between the two songs when I'm performing live. 
Now, remember, I had my multimedia switch switched to Daisy. I'm going to flip it over to um, multimedia. And let's see here. And hopefully it'll... <laughs> okay. And it's supposed to stop, but let's see if it does now. Yeah, it, okay. Thankfully it did. So I'm going to turn it back up here. I'm going to turn the speech back on. Title, voice on. I just wanted to get Title, a kind of little flavor main, with... Main, vol- main volume. For, main, for main how volume easy 12, it is volume 13. to use Title, track one zero, main volume your um, Braille Title, Sense track one zero if you're doing whatever you're doing. You know, If you're in a church situation, you're doing worship music, maybe you're doing uh, other live performing uh, things with back, that involve backing tracks. It's kind of my own hybrid version of karaoke, I guess you could say. So let's go ahead and go back into file manager. the file manager. And let's take a look at some of the new stuff that we've got here. Um, there's always been this folder called Extras. Excel viewer, X. And at the top, I just pressed the letter X, which is the, uh, the shortcut key to get into the Extras folder. And in the beginning, we've got the Excel viewer. Of course, we can view Excel spreadsheets uh, with the Braille Sense. Online Daisy, O. We've got an Online Daisy option in here. Sense Dictionary, D. And guess what? We have the Sense Dictionary. And double guess what? You don't got to pay for it anymore. Um, with with previous versions of the Braille Sense products, it was a $180 add-on, and it now comes free of charge with the Braille Sense 6. Color reader, C. There is a color reader. I can't really vouch for the um, accuracy. i got to be honest, I haven't really used it that much. But, hey, I think it's cool that it's there. And who knows, you know, given that that is um, here, and because of the 13-megapixel camera, who knows what else you can use with it. I, I have successfully used it with the KNFB reader, and I've also used it with Be My Eyes. Bookshare download B. And this is a really, really fun option. It's an application that was developed by HIMS called the Bookshare Lot Download application. Let's go ahead and go inside there. Okay, I've got mine set to the uh, the progress beeps, so you hear it beeping away like a login success. Books one three list item. And I hear that I've got three books, uh, or I've, I've got three items in this list, and I've got I've had login success. And the three items that I'm in here, this list is books. Periodicals, two, three list. Uh, periodicals. History, three, three list. History, items. okay. Periodical books, one, three so list. So I'm going to go back up to books. Search type, word, one, three list item. And I'm going to do a search. Um, Title, author or ISBN, edit box. Title, author or ISBN. The words entered. Oh. Title, author or ISBN, edit box. Ah, let's pick one. Um, Stephen King. ST sign. ST. E. Oh, v. Is it V or PH? I think he's a PH, isn't he? Stephen. King. K. I N G. Help me with my spelling, Myrna. Come on. You don't know if he's a, a PH or a V? I'm going to think it's a, I think it's a V, I believe. Okay, is it really? I think. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a PH. Okay, so so we're going to do another tech talk on how to spell names. Spell Stephen King. I'm muting myself again. You're probably right. All right. Well, we have results here. Um, uh, let's see why we download got. book button. 
Results, Toto Sobre Stephen King 150 list item. Yeah, 150 here. The beginnings of Stephen King 250 list item. The beginnings of Stephen King. Le debut de Stephen King 350 list item. Cleo Sorti de Stephen King. Los Catalan de Stephen uh, King 550 like, list item. Not my language, Stephen King. Stephen King, El Escritor Constante. <laughs> Stephen Spanish. King and American History 750 list item. All right, let's just go ahead and uh, select this one. Uh, Stephen King and American History. Um, and I'm downloading it right now. I just press enter on it. And... I see the little little uh, full cells going from left to right here. Download complete. And the download's already complete. Now, if I wanted to, there are three options here in the, in the settings. You can download the book, download and extract the book, or download, extract, and open the book. And a lot of times when I come out here at, at, to Bookshare, I will... Um, you know, download multiple books. So I don't want it to open every book that I, I, I download. So I'm going to go back to the file manager. File manager. F. Go into the uh, to the media. Media player folder F. again and go to Daisy. No items list item. So I hear there's no items in list. No items list item. Uh-huh. No items list item. Stephen King's The Dark Tower revised and updated. No edition information folder two four list. Okay, item. so I've got a, a couple things. The here. Da Vinci Code. The Young Adult. The Four Winds and Novel. No edi- The Four Winds and Novel. No edition information. The Divi- Stephen King. Stephen King and American History. Ah, no there it is. Information folder one four list item. So, when I want to open a book, I press space on it to select it. Selected Stephen King. Followed by American enter. Hist- Stephen King and American History. It's opening the book. Notice. Stephen King and American History. I. This book surveys the labyrinthine relationship between Stephen King and American history. By depicting American history, um, this volume exam Stephen King and American. I press uh, the space, I mean, the backspace, and the enter key to pause that. Is it all right at this point if I gush a little bit? This is so powerful um, to be able to to just. Get a book. I mean, a lot of folks are out there buying books as they come out. They scan them, they upload them to the to Bookshare, and then now I can just go into my Bookshare app uh, after they have posted it, find it, download it, and start reading either with speech or um, in complete silence using Braille, which I absolutely adore. <laughs> so that is the uh, the Bookshare app. File manager. Um, let's go back into extra. See what, I'm, what I'm missing here. Bookshare download. Oh, that was the last theme. item in books. Daisy in, player. In bookshares. Okay. Um, the, the, the other thing that's really cool is that um, I was able to, well, that Hymns File manager F. actually has uh, an email application on Polaris. You've got email and you've got uh, the uh, uh, support for exchange as a second, separate application. On the um, the Braille Sense six, it is all in one application. So, um, getting new message list. I just pressed the the letter E from the main menu, and it's already getting my message list here. And I am set up with all my accounts as. Uh, IMAP, so um, there are thousands of emails in in my account, or at least hundreds. So uh, you're always always at the mercy of your connection. So uh, 
Okay, so it's invalid it. account information. Account name, personal email, one to list. Hey, well, that's that's impressive. Invalid account information. I don't know how that could have happened because I was just looking at my email earlier today. But it's because why I'm in front of a bunch of people. Presenting. Personal email, one to list item. So let's um, go ahead and bail out of this. It, it really just is, is enough to say that we've got support for IMAP, POP3, and uh, Exchange. Exiting email. Now, email e. we heard how slowly the email uh, loaded as it was trying to find my my account and it didn't have the right I, somehow the login got changed or something. Um, but right now I don't have the word processor open at all. Um, I don't think so. Let me just press the keystroke, which is space with enter and the letter D to close, close all apps. Close all apps, and uh, I am going to say now when I press the letter W now top of document and i'm already at the top of the document and i can start typing uh this this is a demonstration s-r-a-t-i-o-n demonstration of of how contracted braille is is C-O-N, is that a valid Lower C. Um, sign in, in UEB? T-R-A-C-T-E, contracted. Yes, it is Braille. B-R-R-R-L, lower Braille period. I'm still struggling with UEB, guys. i got to honest, be honest with you there. Um, so, Enter. so we've got, the, of course, the, the spell check here. I, I didn't misspell anything somehow. Um, let me misspell um, the word spelling. S-P-E-L-L-I-N-G-S-S. Okay, so now I'm going to uh, do the enter with the letter K. Check spelling dialog. Range, whole document, one, four combo box. And I've got a uh, whole document. Paragraph combo box. Paragraph. From cursor to from bottom. From cursor. Current word combo box. Current word. Whole document combo box. And of course, uh, I, I could just type, you know, spell check the current word, but I'll press, I'll Spell check the entire document Search here. Spellings. And I've got spellings as the misspelled word. Change word spellings edit box. And I'm going to... No change one six list item. Spellings two six list item. Spellings three six list item. I think that's the one I want, yes. Uh, spelling. No, that's not the one I want. Spellings s four six list item. Did you know spellings is a real word? Spelling five six list item. <laughs> I wanted spelling. I'm gonna... Word replaced. I replaced Ranked it. Spellings. And okay, change word spellings edit box. No change one six list item word replaced. Rank links. All right, so if, if I, I just want to show you we can do a spell check. Thirteen words check three misspellings found two words corrected. Okay, and I'm. I also want to show In contracted you contracted braille. Contracted. Let's see. Um, I, because we've got the dictionary on this now we can also do a search for Webster's English dictionary keyword edit box a keyword Collins English thesaurus keyword edit box Webster's English let's dictionary go. keyword edit box oh, okay keyword let's do um uh, what word should we do spell because it S -P -E -L -L. has p e l l multiple searching spell one multi read edit box verb a verb. One to say, write, or print the letters. One to <laughs> Okay. A, a word or name, OBJ. How do you spell your last name? You spelled. Okay, so yes, we've, we've got the, as I mentioned before, the, the free dictionary, which is really awesome, and the thesaurus.
The other thing that I really love... Um, in contracted Braille. Which was really the case with the, uh, the, the Polaris as well, is the ability to go and select text in a, uh, a non-text field, a non-edit field, for example. File manager. If yeah. I go uh, to my browser, Web browser folder... B. And I go to Google, Google search, search, G. search term edit box, and I type in a word here. What should I type in? Um, let's say that I want to find the lyrics for a song. So let's go for, um, oh, Black Magic Woman. Okay, so by Santana, Black Magic Woman, W O M A N Woman, Santana S A N. T-A-N-A-S-A-N-L-Y-R-I-C-S. Press enter. Searching. Oh, you know what? I don't think I'm connected to the Internet. This is behaving like... um, I don't have a connection. Santana, Black Magic Woman, official audio, YouTube 139 list item. Or maybe I'm wrong. So, Santana, Black Magic Woman, Gypsy Queen Lyrics Genius Lyrics 239 list item. Okay. Santana, Black Magic Woman, YouTube 339 list item. So Santana, let's just go ahead and Black pick Magic one. Woman, Gypsy, starting web browser. HTTPS, Genius.com, Santana, Black Magic Woman, Gypsy Queen Lyrics. Loading. Genius heading one. Okay. Please turn JavaScript on in heading one. Oh. Reload Genius. Checking your browser. Please enable cookies page. This pros browse women gyps genius li- genius.com link. Ampiframe zero link. Black just... Magic sent read more Black Magic Woman Gypsy heading two. So all I really want to do is just I'll just select some text from here. Um, I've placed my cursor at the beginning of the line. I'm going to press enter with B. Start selection. And I'm going to start my selection here. Queen lyrics. Add. Verse one. I've got a black magic woman. Verse 2. Stop messing around with your tricks. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll press um, the... Okay, I'll press the cursor routing button at the end of the text I want to select, and I'll press enter with C. Successfully copied. It says... Stop messing around with your tricks. Successfully copied. F- file manager. F. I'm back to my file manager. This time, I'm going to go into my notepad. Top of document. And just paste that Black text magic in. woman, gypsy. And there it is. Queen lyrics. Add. Uh, so I was able to go to a non-edit field that is just a regular HTML document, select the text that I wanted, and put that into a document. Uh, let's see. The other thing I wanted to show you. Task name, word processor. In um, I'm pressing the equivalent to the Alt-Tab key, which is function keys F2 and 3. Task name, Google search. To cycle between Title, all Santana, my just Black different Magic applications. Woman, Task name, web browser. Which at this Stop point. around with your tricks. <laughs> which at this point is just the word processor and um, the, uh, the, the notepad. Uh, so another thing I wanted to show you was Final under manager, the organizer. F. Address manager. A. Of course, we've got the address manager. Schedule manager. Schedule manager. Database manager. And D. yes, it's true, folks. For those of you who missed it in the Polaris but love it in the U2, we actually have reintroduced the database manager. So you can actually create your own custom databases if you should wish to. Schedule manager. Um, address manager. A. Now, I have both my schedule, my, my calendar appointments, and my uh, my contacts on my iPhone synchronizing uh, 
basically I, I use my Google account as my default. So when I update on my iPhone uh, an account or an address or something like that, it synchronizes to my BrailleSense. And I, I love this because, you know, of course, a lot of times when you need the information, you're already on the phone. So what, you're all familiar with the dance where you like, oh, wait a minute, I can get you that information. So now you're on a call and you're trying to find somebody's contact information that you can send or uh, read back to this person. So you've got all these things going on at once. But in this case, I, I, since I know my contacts have already synchronized with my Search Braille sense, Last name, edit box. I can just go look, um, let's say, Myrna, are you in my, my contacts um, list? I don't know. I'm going to go find out here. First name, edit box. I down arrow to first name for the edit field, and I'm going to type in M-Y-R-N-A. Searching. Record not found. First name, edit box. You're not there. Last name. So I'm going to go back up to my my um, last name field and type in Simpson is one of my S-I-M-P. co-workers, Thomas. S-O-M. I'm going to press enter on that. Searching. One record found. And there Thomas is Simpson one, one, list item. one record found. So now I have to do is press enter last name to Simpson open on it. Box. First name, mobile and, phone. And, okay, so kill me if I gave out his mobile phone number. So I'm bailed out of there. With your um, so, so that's the, the, the address manager. It makes it so much easier because you can now read that information back to a person who might be on the phone, um, you know, in Braille instead of having to, uh, to listen on your iPhone to the person talking, to voice over or um, talk back, and still try to get the information Final that you're looking F. for. It's it's already there. I'm going to go back in my organizer. Manager, A. And this time I'm going to my scheduler. Solar calendar, one events Monday, June 7th, 2021, at a combo box. So I'm in the scheduler now. It says solar calendar, Monday, one event. And guess what that is, you guys? Owner calendar, horizontalgmail.com, 17 list item. And so now I'm just going to go ahead and start uh, down arrowing or pressing space with dot four. Calendar name, start date, Monday, June 7th, 2021, 37 list item. Start time, 07, 0 p.m., 47 list item. End date, Monday, June 7th, 2021, 57 list item. End time, 08, 0 p.m., 67 list item. Okay, so obviously I've got um, subject, tech talk presentation, 77 list tech item. talk presentation scheduled for the day. Uh, so I was able to, to look that up in my scheduler. Now, let's say if I want to navigate by month, I can press uh, space with either dots one to move backwards. End time, 08, 0 p- subject, tech talk presentation, oh, 7, 7, I've got to get out of this first. Solar calendar, one event. So Monday, now I'm going to press 7, space with dot four. Edit, July edit combo box, August edit combo, September edit combo box. I can go back. August edit combo, July edit combo, June edit combo box. Okay, so it's, it's um, dots one and four to move by month, dots two and five with space to move by week, and dots three and six with space. To move by day. So let's say I want to go to, um, uh, let's say, the Saturday. See if I got anything going on. 8 at a combo box. 9 at a 10 at a 11 at a 12 at a combo box. Press enter on that. There is no appointment registered. Oh, there Solar isn't. calendar, Saturday, June 12th. So I happen to know that I, I do have something going on that day. I just forgot to put it in my calendar. So let me just go ahead and... Um, July at a combo box. Oops. June at a combo box. Grab my phone here. Say I'm out and about, and somebody says, hey, Earl, um, we have an, an opening for you 
to come and uh, torment people at my restaurant uh, with with your music. So I I just take out my iPhone and say, hey, that's great. What day is it? And in this case, it's going to be June 12th. So I'll just tell my iPhone, schedule a calendar appointment for June 12th at 7 o'clock p.m. called Concert at Miller's Corner Bar and Grill. Mm -hmm. Did you do it? <laughs> it's on your calendar for Saturday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The appointment is called Concert, and the location is Miller's Corner Bar. All right. Two blue well, and white logos on a green background. Well, that was easy. Okay. So um, I did that, and now the next time probably I, I, I went to go to check my calendar uh, after being away from it for a while. It gives enough time to synchronize. Um but I know I can actually go in Add appointment. and refresh. Search delete all calendar print appoint save set data set alert set backup backup appointments. You enter you restore calendar. Uh, I'm still in the uh, uh, the uh, the scheduler. Refresh F backspace menu refresh. refresh. Solar calendar one event Saturday June twelfth two thousand twenty one at a combo box. So we heard earlier there was no event there, and Solar now calendar, I was just out and about to say, and I, I I put that calendar in, and now calendar name here Arizona it is on my start end date Saturday June twelfth two thousand end time zero eight zero subject concert seven eight list item, and there it is. Let's see what time it is now. Zero seven. 43, 17 p.m. static. Mark. Man, I can talk, and I think I just went right down to the wire here uh, with my presentation. I'm trying to remember what I left out. Um, I did leave out some of the uh, other physical characteristics that I kind of went off into the weeds here. Um, let me finish up by saying we do have an SD card uh, reader on here, so you can add your you know, SD card galore. On, um, on the back of the device, we've got a USB-A port. We've also got uh, another USB-A uh, host port between the two USB-C ports on the right side of the device, um, which is really important. So we charge off of USB-C now, and it, it, it is such a um, robust uh, specification for USB-C that you can literally plug in a hub with six devices on it and so let's say you've got several maybe you got a thumb drive an SD card and um, some other storage device um, maybe Ethernet and you can actually connect all those devices at once uh, this is a super powerful note taker um, it's I want to say I'm going to give it a go, a go here, I think, uh, this week where I am going to just see if I can get through life using my BrailleSense 6 without the computer. I think it's there, personally, because I'm, I'm always, like, wimping out and going back to the computer for things like stuff. But the more I use this BrailleSense 6, the more I think, man, I could actually leave my house without my laptop if I don't need my laptop with me. I can do everything that I need to do, including making a purchase on eBay like I did the other day. Uh, got all the way through the process, all the way through the checkout process on eBay. That's just one more thing I want to go into. Final manager. And that is the um, All Apps program. Amazon Shopping. And we here we've got Amazon Shopping. Speaking of shopping, uh, this is where all my third-party applications live. APK Downloader. As the APK Downloader. Assistant. Uh, the Google Assistant. Mars Mobile. 
Barn Mobile, etc. If I want to go to Disney Plus, there it is. I just press the letter D. Netflix, Netflix is another one. Um, just press the letter N. Uh, Pandora. Pandora. And it's totally navigatable by uh, first letter, very quick. But um, if I want to uh, ask my Braille Sense a question, I can actually just say, hey, Google. Button press enter. To what is the temperature? The current temperature in Columbia Heights is 94 what is degrees. The temperature? Google search. Wow. It's hot here, folks, in Minneapolis. Last week we were covering our plants so they didn't die from getting frozen. So, yeah, you know what they say. If you don't like the weather, wait a minute. Um, so with that, I am going to end and open it up for questions. I do I have to apologize that I have to be out of here at 8 o'clock uh, today um, to keep peace in the family. <laughs> so uh, do do open it up for questions. I'm happy to answer them. Okay, looks like uh, Mitch is the first. Hey, great job. Are you guys going to be at the ACB convention? Of course we are. Yep. Excellent. Looking forward to it. And we're also going to be um, uh, uh, presenting at the Bits Showcase as well. Okay, Viola is next. Hello. Um, nice to meet you. Um, if you have a uh, Braille Sense U2 or something else, do you know off the top of your head if you can trade it in for a new one? Um, off the top of my head, I know that the answer is yes, you can trade it in. And there's a trade-in value that I would have to remind myself of. I think it's, uh, I want to say, I want to say $800, but don't quote me on that. Um, but if you want to find out for sure, you can go to hymns-inc.com and in the search field, type in the word trade, two words, trade in, press enter, and it's the very, very first hit. And you'll be able to see exactly what you can get for the trade-in of your device. Thank okay, you. Okay, next is a phone user in area code 951. Hi, this is Nancy Younger Earl. Very good presentation. Um, you're welcome. I, if I ever get a cube, I don't. I already have a Braille Touch Plus. Is there any? Do you, uh, maybe it's a secret right now, but do you know when the Braille Sense Mini is going to be coming out, or if it's going to be coming out? Thank you. You know, it's not a secret because it's it's really um, it's not in stone yet. But what we're hearing is the Mini version will be coming out in the fall. Okay, Larry is next. Hey, Larry. First, I want to know: Can Susan get her Active Braille display serviced here in Austin? You know, that's a very good question. I'm going to refer you on to dreamvisiongroup.llc because they are actually, I believe they're based out of Austin, and um, they, they are the handy tech distributors for the United States now. Um, so uh, Damien Pickering, who is <laughs> the handy tech distributor, he's, he's one of the owners of Dream Vision, and he's also a dealer for hymns in Austin. So isn't that Interesting how these things just kind of. Yeah, and do you, is there a is there a QWERTY keyboarded speech note taker available? QWERTY keyboarded speech note taker available? You know, uh, no, not really. We haven't found one. We just thought we'd ask you since mm. we had you. No, but man, I tell you, um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> with a, with a braille display, right? I didn't have to have a braille display. Uh, well, you know, I know we're we're getting old. It's the old type and speak kind of era uh, for us. You know <laughs> of course, I think um, 
Doesn't Susan have a, a active star or a- she's got the active some active braille that you let, that we bought from you years ago. Yeah, active braille. But there's also the, the QWERTY version of the active braille is called the active star, and that is also a handy tech product. Unfortunately, oh. we don't have a QWERTY. I wish we did. <laughs> I wish we had a QWERTY version of the uh, um, the Braille Sense Six. But you'll be happy to know that it is it does support QWERTY keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Susan's active braille still plug. It just needs to be cleaned, and you know, so we're just looking for a place place to do it. Yeah, so if you go to dreamvisiongroup.org, you will find everything you need to know about um, uh, how to get your your device yeah. serviced. Well, I'm glad you're well, and it's good to, it's good to talk to you again. We've been you, with you for a lot of years. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully there'll be a lot more years. Yeah. Okay, Byron is next. For those of us who have paid the 1500 and sent in our Polaris, do you have a ballpark idea of when we'll get the six? Don't say fifteen hundred because that's not the price anymore. Um, you got in on a phenomenal deal, and so did I. I. I ordered mine even before I came back to work for Hims, um, and so did my wife, and, and it was an exceptional deal. Um, the last word I heard is that we are going to be shipping by the middle of June. So, patience, patience, Byron. I think we're almost there. So um, you you will be very happy. You you did the upgrade, right? Yeah, you did yes. the upgrade. Yeah. So yes, so I, I want to say the middle of June, but of course I am not in control of how I that see. is going to all work out. But um, I'm not going to hold your feet to the fire. Well, knock on wood, because when you get yours, that means some of us can get ours. Right. Right. I'm using the company car now. I understand the company car. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Okay, Marsha, you're next. I was wondering. Now, uh, in earlier versions with um, internet browsing with mm-hmm. the uh, Hims products, uh, it seemed that uh, if you uh, downloaded a file that was way above the size that you guys could take on a um, hymns note taker that it wouldn't it wouldn't load um what is the bit you know what is the thing with the newest uh you know i i I can tell you that i've uploaded huge video files to my google drive account and i've downloaded huge video files and i've streamed files i don't think you're going to run into that barrier um, uh, of course, I don't have Google Drive, but you know uh, that's okay. Uh, I mean, we're we're talking about a much faster processor, double the storage capacity, double the memory than um, even the the you know the Polaris. So, uh, so I would be able to download and upload my uh, uh, my university files. I go to a <laughs> university well. called Full Sail University out of Florida, mm-hmm. and. And there's a lot of stuff I get to, yes, get to upload and download and all that stuff. And I'm wondering, uh, can the newest uh, six take that? Yeah. So I, I, I can't speak to, you know, because when we're talking about schools, we're talking about systems that 
have some heavy security and you know i can't vouch for whatever security um those files are subject to but i can say that the file size really should not matter it's just a matter of you know your download speed and the amount of space you've got to store it Right, and what about your stuff, you know, with PDFs or you know whatever? I guess well, they do. Yeah, work PDFs. With all we, that. we we actually the PDF uh, you 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 arrow you go in your file manager and navigate to the PDF, press enter on it, and it opens it right up. Uh, Jenna, you're next. Um, I'm wondering if uh, the BrailleSense six has Newsline for the blind built into it. You know, that's a good question. Newsline? You mean NFB Newsline? Yes. Gosh, I should go get that because there is an Android version. If there's an Android version, um, you can download it from the, the Play Store. But, no, it's not built into it. Okay. That would be a good idea then. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Steve. They're all great presentation. Wondering if you guys are uh, considering any th- upgrades for the Cube Rail. Um, I know it's pretty. Uh, in, it, the one issue I'm having is with uh, sometimes pressing multiple keys. Some of those keystrokes don't work. Like Alt Tab, for example, will take you through a couple of the things in your Alt Tab list, and then you know you get two or three, and even if you got seven or eight there, something like that. And there's a few other multiple keystrokes. Uh, you were mentioning switching between Bluetooth devices. I find it's a lot uh, more reliable actually go into the list and pick one because sometimes when I do one of the dual keystrokes, it, it doesn't take over and or yeah. it doesn't switch over. I found that if you press them at the same time, so if you got a device assigned to uh, F2, if you, if, you, if you press and release the pairing and the F2 keys together, it, sh- it really should switch. Um, and it might take a few seconds for it to switch, but it, it it ought to. But, yes, going into the pairing list and selecting it from there is a great way to do it as well. Um, the the Alt-Tab issue, I'm guessing you've got a USB connection to a computer. Is that right? Uh, I've done it with USB and Bluetooth, actually, to a PC. So you'll find that it's more reliable with Bluetooth. <laughs> Um, interestingly, if you press Alt-Tab with a USB connection, it's only going to get you between the last two applications, right? Um, but with Bluetooth, and, and that's due to some some hardware limitation, but with Bluetooth, they were able to address the issue with software. They, and, and you can press Alt-Tab while keeping the Alt held down and cycle between all of your open apps. Now, alternatively... If you find this that this is not the case, you could press Windows Tab, which will bring you into your Windows Task List, and then you can arrow through your open applications and press Enter on the one that you want to open. So, Earl, quickly before you do have to leave, first of all, thank you very much for being with us again. Another terrific hour. You're welcome. Thank you. And go ahead and give us contact information for people who would like to contact you. Yeah, feel free to give us a call. The main number there in Austin, I'm based out of Minneapolis myself, but the phones will frequently roll to me. Uh, The number is 512-837-2000, option number one for technical support, and option number two for sales. Um, If you would like a question answered uh, from your support team, that is support at hymns-inc.com and of course sales inquiries can go to sales at hymns-inc.com and as always you can visit us to our much improved website thank you Thomas Simpson at www.hymns-inc.com 
Excellent. Terrific. Once again, thanks so much for being with us. And we'll have you on the next time something comes out equally good from hymns. All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you, Earl. And next week, um, we're looking forward to this. We do this yearly. Right before the ACB convention, Janet Dickelman comes, and she's the convention coordinator for ACB. And she will be with us to talk about the various things that are happening. And believe me, there are a lot of them coming up uh, July 16th through 23rd at the ACB convention. Janet will be with us next week here on Tech Talk. Thanks so much for being with us. Join us again next week and bring your friends, bring your questions, etc. And uh, we'll see you then next week on Tech Talk.